Welcome to our second episode of our Ouija board stories sent in by our viewers. These are all real and never heard before true incidents that illustrate the unknown dangers of tapping into the spirit world. We'd like to say a huge thank you to all of those who sent in your stories. We very much appreciate you sharing your experiences with us, and we're very excited to share these six. As always, hit those lights, sit back, and enjoy. Who's Maggie? Jenny from Canada sent this first story in. At the start of 2021, Jenny was preparing to move out of her apartment, and her brother had come over to hang out while she packed up the last of her stuff. As Janie sorted through her things, she found an old Ouija board that she had forgotten about and decided to play it with her brother before putting it in the packing boxes. Janie's brother was a skeptic but was curious and agreed to play, although at first he didn't take it very seriously. But after Janie explained to him what to do, they both put their hands on the planchette and said hello. After a few minutes of asking if anyone wanted to talk, the planchette spelt out the name Maggie. At first, Janie thought it was her brother pranking her and told him to be serious. However, moments later, it spelled the same name again. This time, Janie was sure it was her brother joking around, so she stopped the session and decided to play by herself to see if she could make a connection without her brother messing about. To prove to her brother that the board wouldn't just spell out the same name, she decided to tilt her head back and close her eyes so that there was no way she could peek at the board. Her brother sat on the couch and watched the board. As soon as Ginny asked the starter questions, she felt her hands start to move. No way, her brother said. Soon enough, letter by letter, it spelled out Maggie again. Her brother started recording so Ginny could watch it afterwards, as she couldn't see the board and didn't have enough experience to know where the letters were without looking. Ginny asked if Maggie needed to tell her something or if she used to live in the apartment but got no further response aside from her name. Ginny spent the rest of the evening googling any local events that might have her name, but couldn't find anything. To this day, Ginny doesn't know who was talking to her that night, and is tempted to pull out that board again, to see if the mysterious Maggie makes contact again. If you do Ginny, we'd love to hear the follow-up story, but be safe. Dark Room Predator Kerry saw we were looking for Ouija board stories and decided to finally share her story, and we're pleased she did. When Kerry was a teenager, witchcraft and the occult were big things, so she had an interest in all things creepy. One weekend, her parents were away, leaving her and her sister home alone. Her sister, who is six years older than her, was an adult and worked shifts, so Kerry often found herself alone in the house. One evening, she decided to make an Ouija board out of paper with a cardboard planchette and lit a candle to try and see if any spirits wanted to make contact, not really believing they would. However, suddenly the board started moving. Carrie was freaked out but continued and eventually made contact with someone claiming to be a teenage girl who died by drowning. Carrie asked the girl for her name, but she just closed down and said goodbye. Deeply troubled by the encounter, Carrie stayed up most of the night. Because it was before the internet was mainstream, she couldn't simply Google and check if anyone had drowned in the area, although she knew there was a lake not far away, so it was plausible. The next morning, Carrie did some tidying, as her parents were due home. As she stood doing the dishes, she could see into the garden 
and also had a view of the dining room, a room the sisters hadn't entered whilst their parents were away, so the doors kept shut. Suddenly there was a knock, and out of the corner of her eye, Kerry could see the shadow of a male standing in the doorway to the dining room. The door was now open, and although it was daylight, Kerry couldn't see any of the figure's features, but he was definitely a solid person. Kerry froze for a couple of seconds, waiting for the figure to move, terrified it was a burglar. Then she was distracted by the movement of a bird in the garden, and momentarily looked away. When she looked back, the apparition had gone. Terrified Kerry grabbed her keys and left the house, and texted her sister telling her what had happened, but was surprised to receive a message from her mum saying, We heard from your sister, we'll talk about it when we get home. Later that evening, Kerry's mum explained that they had bought the house from a woman, and her daughter. The woman's husband and child's stepfather had been a photographer, and she left him after finding provocative pictures he had taken of the daughter in his darkroom. He was later jailed for the crime, and when he was released he committed suicide in woods near the house. To her horror, Kerry was told the darkroom was now her bedroom, and remembered that when they first moved in, under the wallpaper in her room was black paint. Kerry is convinced he was the man who contacted her via the Ouija board, pretending to be a girl, and was the same man she saw in the dining room. Kerry never told her parents about the Ouija board incident, and she never saw the man again. Contacted by Hitler Lady Fairy was given an Ouija board when she was about 15 or 16, but every time she played it in the house, not much would happen. So one afternoon, she decided to go outside and play, and went through the normal process, although she never asked to speak to anyone specific, and to her surprise, made contact with someone. The conversation progressed nicely, and Lady Fairy asked for the name of the spirit she was talking to. To her horror, the board spelt out Hitler. At this point, Lady Fairy felt a bone-chilling tingling down her spine. She quickly and politely asked to end the conversation, and when the planchette moved to goodbye, she put everything back in the box, put it away, and vowed never to touch the Ouija board again. Dangers of Messing with the Spirits When Ryan was about 11 or 12, his stepmom gave him, his brother, and stepsister an Ouija board to play with. Somehow they managed to communicate with a young woman called Tara, who said she was murdered. They asked if she was a good spirit, and she said yes. They also asked questions relating to each other, that later came true. For example, they asked when Ryan's father would propose to his stepmom, and Tara told them when, and even accurately described the ring. Tara even told Ryan and his brother the names of girls they would date. All these things came true. The siblings would also hear knocks on their bedroom door, which would open and close at night while they slept, and they could often sense someone standing at the foot of their beds and hear movement around their room. Things would go missing and turn up in strange locations. All this happened after the Ouija board use. Typically, when they closed their Ouija sessions, they'd say goodbye with a similar response from Tara, but not every single time. Ryan believes that is the reason for the strange things that have plagued them throughout their childhood and beyond. Ryan is now 39 years old and steers completely clear of Ouija boards, and even warns people against using them, believing they are not toys and have sinister undertones. However, in his youth, the Ouija board was not the only brush with the paranormal Ryan experienced. One day, Ryan, his brother, cousin and friend decided to have a go at the terrifying Bloody Mary game, where players tried to summon the ghost of Bloody Mary in a bathroom mirror 
by continually chanting her name. On this occasion, instead of chanting Bloody Mary, Ryan chanted any ghosts into the mirror whilst his brother stood in front of it. After a while, his brother saw his reflection change into a skull and a fog form behind him, with other black figures lurking in the background, who started getting closer and closer until eventually the group flipped the lights on to stop what was happening. Dead Hiker This next one was sent in by Ashley from Canada. When Ashley was a child, she spent the night with her sister at a friend's house. It was the friend's older sister's birthday, so the house was full. Ashley and her friends were too young to play the Ouija board, but her sister and her friends began playing it in the bedroom, while Ashley and some of the other guests stayed in the living room watching a horror movie. Suddenly they began to hear the other girls screaming hysterically, claiming objects were being thrown around, and they could hear things hitting the walls. Shortly after, the girls came out and said to check the newspapers. As they looked through the papers, they found an article about a missing hiker, and Ashley's sister said that was the woman who contacted them, and she had told them to look for her in the newspapers. Soon after, the girls stopped playing an Ouija board as things were getting too weird. The girls went to bed, and Ashley settled down in the living room with some of the others. At around 3am, she woke up and found the TV on static. She thought that was odd, but just turned it off and went to the bathroom. However, as she made her way back, she saw one of her sister's friends walking like a zombie towards the bathroom. Ashley shrugged it off, thinking she must have just been half asleep. After the girl went back to bed, Ashley could hear running water. She looked for the source of the noise and found the friend had stuffed the sink with what looked like toilet paper to make it flood. Ashley turned the water off and woke up her friend's father. She didn't tell him who did it because he was scared of getting her in trouble. She spent the next couple of hours mopping up a flooded floor. The following day, the friend woke up with no memory of what she had done and Ashley didn't tell her. She had since told a few people about the incident, although doesn't think they believe her. However, to Ashley that night was like something out of a horror movie, and she believes it was directly linked to the Ouija board, and has vowed never to go near one ever again. Foretelling Death Bernard sent in this story from the Philippines. Bernard and a friend were interested in witchcraft and read a book on the subject about the background of witchcraft and healing spells, as well as the importance of the four elements, fire, water, air and earth. They hadn't tried Ouija before, or Spirit of the Glass as it's known as in the Philippines. So when a friend challenged them to a session, they agreed and consulted the book to make sure they did it safely. They created an improvised Ouija board and used salt to create a circle big enough so that 11 participants and a dog could fit in, and prepared a small basin of water and a candle, so the four crucial elements were included. At around 12pm, they turned all the power off, and closed all the doors and windows, and began the session. Bernard lit the candle, and asked everyone to put all of their fingers on a three and a half inch shot glass, that was on top of the board. He told them to follow with their fingers, wherever the glass took them. His friend then said, Tonight I'm opening the gates of the spirits to ours. Communicate with us, O oh wise ones. To start with, everyone was smiling, not really taking things seriously, when suddenly the glass moved. Some of the group thought it was someone messing around, but then it abruptly stopped, and Bernard's friend announced, We're connected, and he started to ask questions. Are you here with us? The glass moved to yes. What is your name? 
the glass then moved to random letters and numbers. The normal energetic dog had gone really quiet and was fixated on the glass, and a strange coldness engulfed the group. It's worth remembering that the Philippines is a hot place, so this was not normal. By now the group were getting a little freaked out, but they continued and next asked, where are you from? The glass moved to hell. One of the girls started crying and Bernard reached out to comfort her. Bernard's other friend told her not to be afraid and that they needed to finish the session properly so that nothing bad happened and Bernard urged the group to wait until the glass stopped moving before stopping. At this point, Bernard noticed in his left peripheral vision a pair of legs that appeared to have pajamas on walking up the stairs. Bernard's friend asked again, what is your name? And it moved to E1E. What is your purpose? This is when the group moved their fingers from the glass and realized it was moving by itself. The friend panicked and asked everyone to put their fingers back on the glass. They did as he asked, but Bernard started hearing voices that went from loud to quiet and he felt he had become completely detached from reality. Eventually the game was over, and as soon as the glass stopped moving, everything returned to normal. Out of curiosity, the group tried to move the glass manually, but every time they did it fell over, and they found it impossible to replicate how smoothly the glass had moved during the session. They soon realized that the board's surface was so rough, the glass couldn't move without getting snacked. The whole thing was deeply unsettling, Six months after the incident, they mentioned what had happened to the mother of one of the friends, and she told them that she had played with the spirit glass herself with friends, but they had attached a pencil to the glass and let it move on its own. The glass drew a blueprint of a kite, calling itself E7, and chillingly said that one of them would die. They shrugged it off, but later created a kite based on the blueprint. The kite flew so well that in the end, they tied it to a tree because it wouldn't come down. After several days, the kite eventually came back down to earth, but that wasn't the end of the matter. As predicted, one of those at the session did tragically go on to die of an unknown disease. Was that just a coincidence, or the foretelling of the board? What do you think? So that's six chilling reasons not to mess with an Ouija board. We hope you enjoyed, and we'd like to say a special thank you to all of the people who sent in these incredible stories. It's a true honor to be able to share these with our audience. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow for another creepy video.